Hey, fitness junkies. This is George Majorano with American Medical Wellness. We are experienced in male and female hormone optimization, peptide therapy, stem cell therapy, and IV therapy. If you're looking to improve your health and wellness, please give us a call, 702-347-7000, or visit our website, AmericanMedicalWellness.com. Hi, fitness junkies. It's Dr. Leslie again. I'm coming to you from the Sticky Paws studio where I film my podcast. I wanted to bring you an opportunity that is out of this world. I have launched my Living Your Mastery Total Transformation program where I create the life that you've always wanted authentically. Yes, everything that you want and desire you can have and I have the program for you. I've partnered with MD Spa by Trim Care to help facilitate the physical transformation aspect of my program. We offer everything from aesthetics, regenerative medicine, primary care, weight loss, really everything. You name it, we've got it. You can contact them at 702-718-7888 and just let them know that Fitness Junkies sent you. I keep saying I'll start on Monday and Monday never comes. I go on a holiday soon and I really want a bigger bum and a smaller waist. Can you help? Look, if you want to come Jim, come. make sure you put the work in. Some want to get thick, some want to get slim, some want to start competing, but none of them just can't stop cheating. When their belly is full, they're still eating. Me, I practice what I'm teaching. They don't live what they're preaching. It's a lifestyle for me. What's up, Fit Fam? This is Giovanni of Jill's Logic, your host of Fitness Junkies. I hope this show meets you in good health and spirits, and if not, I hope it inspires you to do something about it. Well, I am so excited about this guest, I can't even take it. But before I introduce you to this young lady, <laughs> key on the word young, uh, let's watch this video. Hi. I'm Sonia G, and I am a 53-year-old transformation specialist, the chief motivational officer, and resident queenager here at Soulful Savage Wellness and Healing. And I've designed an online one-on-one -on -one fitness, car nutrition, and soul coaching program designed to help real women find real results that lead to real change. So if you're looking for sustainable transformation, if you're open-minded, dedicated, coachable, and have a burning desire to unlock your true potential, to love the skin you're in, and live in your healthiest, happiest body, Soulful Savage Wellness and Healing is right for you. We don't just slay the demons that keep us stuck in negative behavior patterns. We dissect them and find out what they've been feeding on. Because when it comes to health, wellness, and weight loss, you can't just transform your outsides unless you take the time to heal your insides. And I help you do that through a meat-centric, nutrient-dense diet plan, fun workouts, light yoga, daily journaling, all designed to help you level up in every aspect of your life. So if you're sick and tired of being sick and tired, ask yourself, day one or one day, the choice is yours. Well, 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 fitness junkies, meet Sonia. Hey, hey. <laughs> How are you? I haven't had a bad day yet. Awesome, awesome. It's so good. Good to see you in person. Thank you. You too. I appreciate you bringing me on your show today. Yes, yes. Um, I'm already picking up great energy. It's so important for this show to have people in studio as much as possible because you don't get the same experience. So thank you for making time to come in today. Thank you. Um, so, God, when I saw that particular clip, I was blown away 
and uh, you know, I, I just can't even know where to start. But I want to start with your journey, um, your fitness journey, from as far back as you want to go, and how you got to this moment in time. Oh, wow. Well, I look at that video and I think, wow, I was such a youngster. <laughs> now I'm rounding the corner to 57. Nice. Um, and that's when I first started that journey. But, you know, dating back, I'm 100% Mexican. So beans and rice did not miss my family. They look like <laughs> potatoes on two skinny sticks. And, you know, a lot of health issues. And so when I grew up here in Vegas on 28th uh -huh. Street. So okay. it's... It, we didn't know a lot about health and nutrition. Going to gyms was what, you know, rich people did. Right, You know, right, we, right. we just ran around on our bikes and got dirt under our fingernails. So I never really had a path or a journey to health, well-being, mental fitness, physical fitness, any of that. That was just not something that was on my radar. It was just survival. Mm. So um, as I got older, I, I married a really wonderful guy, one-time man of my dreams, love of my life, and he was really into fitness. Mm -hmm. So when I got pregnant, I was diagnosed pre-diabetic. Oh, wow. I was I got addicted to sugar like whoo. It was while so, you were pregnant. While I was pregnant, okay. yeah, I was just craving sugar, yeah. um, and so I put on a lot of weight, but I was very unhealthy. So then after my son was born, I had a hard time losing the weight, and I started to work out. And then I got the I got the bug. Oh, nice. So yeah. And nice. then I thought, you know what? Maybe I want to be a personal trainer for pregnant women. But you know, it's just coming from 28th Street, high school educated. Oh, that's not for girls like you. That was always in the back of my that's not right. for girls like you. That's out of your reach. So um, you know, I just kept working out and I tried different things. Uh when I got divorced, I was very depressed. And still pretty addicted to sugar, you know. I think that was kind of like my my go-to. But then I started drinking. Ooh. So, yeah. Because <laughs> I didn't want to feel that, right? right? Well, you're in Vegas. Yes, you know? and I could drink all day. And everybody, <laughs> yes, all day rosé. So um, I started drinking, and, you know, I was just, I was putting on weight, and I was depressed. And one day, one, one of my girlfriends from the gym said, Sonia, without saying, you know what? you're veering into a bad place. She just took me to a yoga class. I was raised Catholic. So I was like, what the right. kind of mumbo jumbo these right. people are chanting? I don't know what kind of spirits <laughs> they're going to bring out. But, you know, I'm open-minded. So I went with her to this yoga class, and I went through the motions, and I was like, okay, first of all, this is hard. Right. Right? I was like, I, I'm go, go, go. So you want me to sit? And be quiet <laughs> in my thoughts. Like, this is a dangerous neighborhood. <laughs> I don't know if you need me up in there. Oh, that's great. So, um, but you know, I was I listened to the whole thing. I went through the practice as best I could. And then at the end of it, the teacher said something that changed my life profoundly. This was over 20 years ago. She said, I want you to close your eyes and I want you to envision your beating heart. She said, Now I want you to go around to the back of your heart. There's a door there. And I was like, roll in my third eye <laughs> and she said i want you to open that door and whatever you see is what lives in your heart now mind you i grew up on 28th street with a right. mom who was 15 and a half when she had me okay so she treated me more like like a nonsense like a nuisance little sister than a daughter right. <clears throat> and she had told me she wasn't a really nice lady but one day i remember she said to me mihal when you grow up you can be anything you want to be anything you want to be. Don't let anybody tell you any different. And I remember 
I went like that. She said, I saw it. What's the first thing that came into your head? And I said, I thought she was going to throw her arms around me because she has a brilliant little girl. Right. I said, well, two things. I can't decide. Do I want to be a butterfly or a mermaid? <laughs> and I was just like, right, mom, right? And she just looked at me and she goes, right there. That's why you'll never amount to anything. Ooh. That's why you will never amount to anything. Because I tell you, you can be anything you want to be. And you pick not one, but two things that you can never be. And that is what lived in my heart. Wow. So when I got to that yoga class, I was scared to open that door. Right, right. right. But I will tell you, Gio, I opened the door. And I heard, my eyes are closed, and I hear this, <gasps> because this gorgeous butterfly floated out. And I heard this little girl, Sonia, say, I did it. What? Yes. And so I left there. I got this tattoo, which is, as you can see, a butterfly with an eyeball in the wing. Uh -huh. Because for the first time, I saw myself as beautiful and free as wow. that butterfly. And what occurred to me that day on my yoga mat was that yoga has the power to change my life if I'm open to it. Right? And... What I was seeing for myself wasn't what I was seeing for myself. It was what she was seeing for herself. Mm. And I bought in to the belief system that she had set up for herself. Mm. Not for me. That mm. doesn't have anything to do with me. She wasn't mad at me. Right. I didn't do anything. I was a little kid. Right. 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 So I had the opportunity in that moment to decide, do I want to keep going down this slippery slope or do I want to raise myself up to a higher standard? Because my biography is not my destiny. Right. I can be anything I want to be. And right. That's what my yoga mat taught me. My yoga mat became my church, my church of four corners. Right. And I have, I'm not going to tell you that. For, oh, and then the, there was rainbows and butterflies every day. Uh -uh. <laughs> it scared me to death. I rolled up my mat. I went out. I got hooked on drugs. I slept around. I did the things. Right. I mean, I was scared to death. That vision of what I could be, still, I heard that voice. No matter what I did, that's not for girls like you. That's wow. out of your reach. Yeah. So it took me a long time and coming back to my mat over and over and over again. And it, you know, when I mentioned earlier, that one time man of my dreams, love of my life, I divorced him because I was terrified that one day he might see who I had to who I was and the things I had to do to survive, mm -hmm. and he would leave me. So mm. I left first. Wow. I left a man who loved me, who he was one of the biggest builders in Las Vegas. He built Mountain's Edge. He built Inspirata. He was the president of a, of a development company, gave me a beautiful life, two beautiful children. And I thought, he's going to know I'm a fraud. Right. He's going to leave. So right. I'm going to step back. I'm going to go out. And I'm going to leave. I'm going to burn this town down. And I left because of my insecurities. And and is that like imposter syndrome? Is that 100%. kind of 100%. Yeah. You know, wow. you, you, you took me out of where I was and you put me into, you know, this fancy house with these fancy friends. And I'm putting on fancy right. dinner parties. And I was like. Right. Like, uh, who, who I don't want to get found out. Right. I was wow. terrified. And at the time I was still, you know, I still had my mother telling me, oh, look at this house. You think who the heck you are, you right, know? Right, And I, I believed. I, it's so hard for us as humans to break out of, of that 
whatever syndrome. Yes, of, the, of what our parents are setting up for us. Yeah. So, um, you know, and, and a little background. My, my mother shot and killed my dad in front of me when I was 14. And then she got remarried six months later to a guy fresh out of prison who got her hooked on heroin. Oof. Oh, yeah. And Oof. when they didn't have money for their medicine, they had a barter. Okay. Mm-hmm. Wow. So, I mean, I had been through a lot of stuff. And the suck, I call it. Yes. <laughs> oh, yes. I was, I was in the suck. <laughs> and so because I was trying to hide it and, and you know, drink it away and not think about it, 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 it comes back. You know what? Our minds are so beautiful. They're so perfect and they protect us until they don't. Right. 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 So when I left my first husband, I was pretty much circling the drain. I had postpartum depression after our second child. And I was like, I, I was blaming him. I was looking at him saying, why aren't you fixing me? Why mm. aren't you making me happy? Mm. Why can't you do something? I am in trouble here. So I thought if I don't leave him and get out here and figure things out for myself, I'm probably going to die. Right. So it was, you know, that's when I found my yoga and started to turn the corner. But then, you know, I always loved him. I always loved him. And I watched him replace me with a better version of me. Mm. Younger, more educated from a wonderful family. Right. And I was like, so now I was like, well, you picked this, right? Like, this is what you wanted. This right. is what you got. Um, so I, I don't know. It just, it just was, it was devastating and yeah. hard to deal with. But then his marriage broke up and he got sick. He got MS. Yeah. And, uh, and I thought, well, this is my break. Like th- he's going to see me now. He's going to drop those kids off next weekend and he's going to go, how did I not notice? Look at all the work right. you've been doing. You're growing. You're beautiful. You're right. fabulous. But he, uh, he didn't. He mm. went to Turnberry Towers and asked to see the highest unit with the best view. And he jumped off of a 39th floor balcony. What? Wow, what a journey. I know. Wow. I was like, I gave him the power. He was my rock. You know, even though we were divorced, he was the guy. Right. He kept all the foundation for the family. Right. You know, he kept me straight. I was was doing so much better because I wanted him to see me, and now he's gone. And when your rock jumps off of a, a 39th floor balcony, what does that say about the foundation you've built? Oh, my God. So... I my kids said you should have been tied to a shoestring because we lost you that day too, and uh, it was a lot of rebuilding from there. But you know, I uh, I had been dating a really phenomenal guy, and he proposed, and we moved to Southern California, and that was it. That was the part where my son had gone to college, and I just had my daughter, and I, cr- I when I say this, believe me. I clawed my way back onto my yoga mat in Laguna Beach. Mm. And I was like, this is it. This is not a revolving door. You know what? You only get to go around so many times. And at that point, I had enough AA chips to make a necklace and a belt (laughs) and bracelets. I was like, okay, in and out of that. And I realized, you know what? That that wasn't for me because when you tell me I can't do something, I'm going to do it twice to show you that I can. Right, right. So I can't go to a place where people are saying, if you go back out, you will die. Right. I'm like, no, I I, I don't want to die. I want to live, but I don't want to keep living like that. So 
every day I got up and every day I unrolled my mat and every day I stepped onto it. And I went on that journey of self, through self, to self. And I came to realize, man, the only way out is through. Because mm. we can run from our demons, right? Mm. But you're only going to die tired. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Once that realization right. dawned on me, I went to Bali for my 50th birthday. And uh, we were doing heart, a heart opener pose, camel pose, right? So you're there and your heart's open. I've always struggled with heart openers because, you know, I carried a lot of darkness in my heart. So here we are in the jungle in Bali. And we're doing this camel pose. And all of a sudden, out of nowhere, there's this torrential rainstorm. Hmm. Just unbelievable. And I opened my eyes. Gio, I saw every cobweb was illuminated. I could see spiders on the cobwebs. I saw the hair on their legs. Like, life was so vibrant. Mm. And I just, it hit me. Boom. You know what? All that stuff. That didn't happen to you, little mama. It happened for you, you, to nice. help you, to hurt you, to break you, and to build you into the woman you are meant to be so you could reach back into the darkness and help other women into the light. Are you ready for that journey? Wow. And that was it. So at 50 years old, wow, wow, wow. I started growing my wings. Wow. <laughs> that is so awesome. There's so much there to unpack. <laughs> wow. What I want to talk about first out of that wonderful journey um, that you just shared with us is the part about the little girl in all of women and the little boy in all of men. I was just talking with my friend last night, shout out to Emily, um, about how important it is for your partner to understand that, that you are a little girl and we're we're protecting that little person in us. Mm-hmm. And um, a true partner needs to n- understand that and nurture and that. And nurture that. Yeah. Absolutely. But they're not able to do that if we're not able to be honest about that. Vulnerable. Right? Yeah. Vulnerability. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Yes. That's a hot button. Yeah. Because when we come into relationships, right? We're our best selves, right? right? right. Oh, pick me, choose me, I'm shiny, <laughs> right? We don't want to let that down. And, right. and you have to really trust your partner. But you can't trust your partner unless you trust yourself. Mm. So actually in my uh, Soulful Savage program, I my first 30-day program, on week four, I have a guided meditation where I guide you. You're, you're on a beach and you see a little kid playing and they're playing in the waves and you walk up and you're just listening to their laughter and you get closer and you realize it's little you. Right. Right? And I make them envision that and you hold little you and you sit in the sand next to little you. What wisdom will you impart on little you that's going to make you feel safe as big you? And then you write a letter to your younger self. And it it's that is the breaking point for my clients because I never tell them an age. Right. I never say... Right to five-year-old you, seven. I just say right to younger you. Excuse me. And what they'll say is, dear 14-year-old Gio, right? And I know at 14, something went down. Right, right. right. So now for us to dissect those demons, 
we got to go back to 14 and figure out what happened. Mm. Because otherwise, like I did, you're going to keep reaching for things that are no longer in alignment with the person you want to become. That's some stuff, girl. <laughs> <laughs> that is some stuff. Um, wow. I'm sitting here blown away by your depth of knowledge. Um, talk to me about how you've evolved from your awakening and then to put this all together you are incredibly polished and the energy is just bouncing off of you it's it's crazy um i, I mean i feel like your biggest things are like yet to come just with <laughs> like your voice needs to be heard <clears throat> Um, but how did it, how did that come together from your your awakening, whether it was at your fiftieth birthday, or when it when it all started happening? How did it all come together? Believe it or not, it was the way I was fueling my body. Mm. That was the turning point for me because at fifty I started to go through menopause, and you know I used to walk into a room and the men all pause, and now it was like oh, men all pause. <laughs> Yeah, I was just breaking into a sweat, eyebrows <laughs> melting off my face. I was like thick. I was thick fit right, <laughs> right around right, the middle. No right. matter what I did, how far I ran, how many sit-ups I did. And I, I got inflammation and I started to like break down physically. I was in so much pain that I was off my mat three, four, five days in a row because I had such lower back pain. And then my hair started falling out. And I'm not talking about where my hair was, you know, getting thin. A lot of women say, oh, I got older and my hair thinned out. No, I'm talking about alopecia areata, where I had like quarter-sized chunks of hair falling out. And then as soon as one would fill in, another one would appear. I was, I was like Donald Trump, just swooshing that around, <laughs> trying to hide my bald spot. To come over. Yes. So I had, And I wasn't able to. I had so much pain in my hands. I thought, I must have rheumatoid arthritis. Um, I couldn't tie my own shoes. And I'm like, this is not just aging. Because, like, you know, we get older and you're just like, oh, right. oh, I got to reach that. Right. This is something serious. So, I, and my husband now is in medical, in the medical field. And so I had all the best doctors. I was getting scans on my hands, my feet. I couldn't walk on my wood floors without shoes on. And they're like, we have the bones of a 20-year-old. And I was like, well, you know, I'm having heart palpitations. I'm really so struggling. I was 33 pounds heavier than I am now. And uh, they're like, well, you have the heart of a 20-year-old. You have the this of a 20 I was, where's this girl? Because right. I feel 150. And um, it was a girl that I'd gone through yoga teacher training with in Laguna Beach. And she was a little bit younger than me, but we were, we were both former vegans. And she was vegan at the time, but we had a lot of the same issues. And she's like, Sonia, I have inflammation. I am in so much lower back pain. And I said, Mike, I have, I have migraines. I had skin issues. I had insomnia. I mean, I was just suffering. And so I was on Instagram and I saw her. I was like, wait, what had happened? <laughs> so I reached out to her. I'm like, girl, I just saw your Instagram. I don't know what you're doing. But if you were to tell me to eat cardboard for 30 days, I would eat cardboard <laughs> for 30 days. And she said, you're not going to believe this. I'm a carnivore. What? Yeah. And... And immediately I was like, she's going to get butt cancer. <laughs> like, 
you're just she said all i eat is is um meat all i right. eat is animal foods right i was like what about fiber what about <laughs> what about what about my what were all over the place right. oh you need to have fruit you need to have vegetables we're taught we need grains we're taught we need this many servings right so but she had something that i needed she she became the girl I put on the pedestal because she was doing it. Mm -hmm. She was doing it right. Mm -hmm. And I didn't have any guidance, so I just kind of dove in. And I made a lot of mistakes. Right. You know, and so I suffered a lot now, needlessly. Right. Um, but I just was like, you know, I'm not going to tell anybody because people will judge me. Of course. And I was just doing my thing. And that was where I learned, you know what? Don't talk about what you're going to do. Just show up with your results, mm, right? Yes. That's how you impact the world. Yes. So instead of saying, well, guess what I'm going to do, guys? <laughs> I just started doing it. And, right. um, and people were writing to me. I became the Nicole. Right. What are you doing? Right. Oh, your skin, your hair, your body, your, like, your muscle tone. Oh, my gosh, what are you doing? And I was spending so much time sharing it, I thought, I should monetize this. <laughs> right, 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 right. So based on my 12-step program knowledge and based on what I was learning in the carnivore world, I created a program to help women of a certain age get healthy using animal foods as a basis. So I created Soulful Savage, and then the game changed. Wow. Yeah, so I've been um, living the carnivore lifestyle for almost five years now. Wow. And you know what? My weight has stayed. I've been able to put on muscle mass, maintain muscle mass. I sleep. Menopause was not an issue for me anymore. My doctor, based on my age, wanted to put me on uh, hormone replacement therapy. Mm. And that's not something I believe in. Mm -hmm. You know, It's not a perfect science. Mm -hmm. Why would I let big pharma get richer right. using me as a guinea pig right. when food is the lever to health? Yes. So once I changed my diet and I fixed my gut mentally, my mental acuity, my depression, my anxiety, it all went away. I got off all the medications that they put me on. Wow. So I'm medication-free at, you know, 50, 56 and a half. <laughs> and, and I'm just, you know, just working out and doing my yoga and, and telling my story. Awesome, awesome. Well, let's see some of her stuff. Uh, let's start with the yoga. I've got no destination and I'm sipping on the tea. I've got all day to walk down the street I start on 2nd Avenue Making my way downtown to you Maybe I'll make a stop at Bang Bang Get myself a new tattoo Then I'll find me a secret garden And I'll sit down with my book But I'm not planning on reading I'm just here to have a look At people in and out of stores Maybe she's an entrepreneur Maybe he just got off a tour The many characters of summer in New York I love the flow style. That's cool. Yeah, it's my it's favorite. Completely just moving, moving, moving. And you teach all different types. What do you talk about your, your practices? Um, well, my go-to is that video, which that was a sun sea salutation, um, which is just a part sequence of a full class. But um, flow is my go-to because it's breath to movement. So it's one breath, one movement. And the way we teach that lifetime is that we 
uh, give you a lot of freedom. So I will lead you through the sequence and then I step back and you can either do it the way I laid it out, add what you want, take out what doesn't serve you. I crank up the music and you just breathe and move. Mm -hmm. So that's my go-to. But my teacher, because she's a genius, made me teach a root class, which is slow, Mm. which is like you're flowing through honey. Mm -hmm. It's very deliberate movements, very just slower, slow breath. And I was lit, rolled my third eye. I'm like, why would you give me energetic Sonia? And right. she said, because that's what you need. You mm. need to learn to slow down. So um, so I teach root, I teach surrender, I teach flow, I teach ashtanga. Um, I'm trained in all of it, but flow is definitely my favorite to practice nice. and to to teach. Nice. Um, you're me- you mentioned the genius in your life. Um, talk about your mentors, the people that helped you on this journey i'm sure there's some significant people there well i would have to say gosh that's a really good question Mm -hmm. um the first person that is my biggest mentor would be my mother wow yeah um because god bless her soul she taught me what i did not want to be Mm. and i think in order for us to become what we envision ourselves becoming to to fulfill the butterfly dream, we have to know what we don't want to be. And she was so, she drilled it into me. You know what? You're going to go off and you're going to get pregnant at 15 and you're gonna, and you're going to live in the projects and you're gonna, I was just like, no, baby, that's not my story. I don't want that. You know, I, I used to drive down Sahara and I would see the Fletcher Jones, uh, Mercedes store. <laughs> and when I was a little kid, Fletcher Jones Sr. did the commercials with the kitty cats and okay. the puppies. And I used to think when I, I'm, I'm going to get to a point in my life where I can walk into Mercedes and say, I'll take that one. <laughs> and then I'll know that I have arrived. I right. mean, I was little, I right. don't know, but that right. was my, my go-to right. because my mother kept telling me, like when I got pregnant with my son, she said, we'll buy a trailer and, you know, we'll put it in the backyard and I'll help you raise the kids so you could keep working and you could just give me your paychecks. And I was like, whose, whose story is that? Right. Like, right. you know, that I, I wanted more. I don't know where it came from, but I wanted more. And she taught me exactly what I did not want. Mm-hmm. So I honor her for that. You know, awesome. she had five husbands and, you know, until the very last one, one was worse than the next. So. Mm. You know, she finally struck gold with a good guy at the end there. Nice. But, uh, but yeah, so she was definitely, she was definitely a, a huge impact on the woman that I've become. Um, my yoga teachers along the way, oh, my gosh. Uh, I think I've fallen in love with every single one of them. Mm. You know, they taught me the importance of just being, mm. of being and the potential of becoming. Mm. So, uh, you know, people are always... We're always on this journey, right? I've got to be the best. I've got to be the fastest. I want to go to my job and be the best. I want to be successful. I want to be a wife. I want to be a... What if it's not about becoming those things? Maybe it's just about unbecoming all of the things that don't serve us, right? We've got to dig through those layers in order to find out what's really there. Mm-hmm. So all of my yoga teachers, um, Sean Korn in particular, I, I traveled, I've traveled America following that woman. I love her. She's an activist and she's a yogi and she keeps it real. Um, but yeah, definitely Janet over at Lifetime. She, she got me on the right path this last time. 
I went through yoga teacher training at Lifetime Fitness while after my husband was diagnosed with stage four prostate cancer. Mm. So, yeah, that was a whole other journey. Oh, my God. Yeah, we just got through that one. Oh, my God. I know. It's just like it's, that's the ebb and flow of life, though, right? Right. Right. right? You're going right. to get knocked down. Yeah. If you stay down, you lose. Right. You know, it's, it's about getting up, dusting off, starting over again and again and again. And that is what appeals to me about yoga. It's a metaphor for life mm. because we get into some postures that are uncomfortable. Right. Right? But what yoga teaches us is that if we just come to our breath, we can get through anything. Hi, fitness junkies. It's Dr. Leslie again. I'm coming to you from the Sticky Paws studio where I film my podcast. I wanted to bring you an opportunity that is out of this world. I have launched my Living Your Mastery Total Transformation program where I create the life that you've always wanted authentically. Yes, everything that you want and desire you can have and I have the program for you. I've partnered with MD Spa by Trim Care to help facilitate the physical transformation aspect of my program. We offer everything from aesthetics, regenerative medicine, primary care, weight loss, really everything. You name it, we've got it. You can contact them at 702-718-7888 and just let them know that Fitness Junkies sent you. Hey all you fitness junkies, this is George with American Medical Wellness. Have you ever thought about being a better you, actually getting in better shape, optimizing your performance in the gym, losing body fat, gaining muscle? We at American Medical Wellness are experts in helping you with all these things. So please give us a call, 702-347-7000 or visit our website at AmericanMedicalWellness.com. Because my teacher, or me as a teacher, I can't keep you there all day. I got things to do. Right. It's temporary. Right. Everything in life is temporary. If we just breathe, we can get through it. Right. So. So sitting here listening to you, um, what you have to say is not just something that more mature women need to hear. Everyone needs to hear it. <laughs> I need to hear it. Young women need to hear it. Specifically, young women need to hear it. I agree. Um, you're the perfect vessel to to teach it, to share it. And um, are you planning on expanding your audience? Because, like, I can't wait to tell everyone I know <laughs> to, like, you've got to listen to this woman. <laughs> Um, you know what? It, it is on my horizon. My goal is to start, and my husband literally just finished uh, chemo and radiation, and we found out he's in remission a few weeks ago, so we're celebrating nice. that. But we have, we've been here fighting that battle. But my ultimate goal is to lead retreats, carnivore-based retreats, and I do want them to be for people of all ages because I just believe that the gut-mind-soul connection is so strong and if we could just get our our fueling right, it literally can enhance every aspect of your life. Right. So that message to me is the core. Mm -hmm. um, and then being able to sit and breathe and move and know that everything's temporary. The yoga is a big piece of it. Um, but I know we discussed this weight training to me at, at my age is such a big deal. And I wish that that had been introduced to me as a younger woman. Mm -hmm. um, bone density 
at my age where, you know, women are dying because of frailty. Right. Uh, we have a way to reverse that. Right. Pick up some heavy stuff and move it around. <laughs> right? right. So, right. Um, I don't know. I just, I would love to, my, I would really love to, I'll tell you what saved my life as a kid, okay. the Boys and Girls Club. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. And the projects awesome. on 28th Street, you had to buy the membership. So I got a paper out so that I could pay for my membership at the Boys and Girls Club. No way. And they gave me a place to go play basketball and to be part of a community and to play the sports. And, you know, they, I went to summer camp with them. You know, I wouldn't have been able to do that. We were food stamp Mexicans. Like, they literally, I think, directed me from the streets that were 28th streets where I had friends going into the gangs and they taught me skills and they they taught me to want more to be more and so somehow i would love to give back and you know dedicate my time to going there mm. and talking to kids that were like little mm. sonyas and right. saying you know what all of this around us this doesn't have to be who you become right this is just your jumping off point what are you going to do with it right so yes right. i would love to expand this because yeah. i keep thinking you know the universe didn't put all those things on me if not to strengthen me to share this message with other people. 100%. That's so, so special. Uh, now, I love that you're, you're open to expanding your reach. Um, do you have any other ideas of to get your message out? Like, you need to have a podcast. You need to write a book. <laughs> you should be on TV. You are a star <laughs> i mean i'm oh, serious i am humbled and honored by your kindness i'm from los angeles i've been in and around the entertainment industry all my life and not often do i see a star like in front of me like just glowing and that has a message that i think is gonna blow people away so um don't limit yourself thank you thank you <laughs> i you know what Still, little girl Sonia needs to hear that. I, yes. I appreciate it. I really, I do. I honor you for your kindness and for seeing something in me because, yeah. you know, I I have risen, but I've, I still have a ways to go. Right. And every single one of us needs to hear that we have potential, that we right. are limitless. And right. the only thing stopping us is fear and doubt. Right. Right. We right. got a karate chop of right. fear and doubt. Right. Right. <laughs> One of the things I loved about unpeeling your person and finding out who you really were was you are basically the anti-yogi and whether, you know, every other yogi I meet is either a vegetarian or a vegan, or at <laughs> least that's my perception. And um, they kind of like don't really give weights I think they don't incorporate it like I believe that we need to. Mm -hmm. um, how did how do you feel? You're in a space that's not taken up by many people, at least my perception. Yes. Well, first of all, I applaud vegetarians, vegans, anyone that is mindfully trying to do right by their physical vessels. I applaud you. I honor you. Um, I have been attacked viciously by vegans, and I'm a former vegan. Right. So all I would say is, is that as a yoga teacher, as a mother, as a woman, I believe my purpose, all of our purposes on this earth, is to be of service, right? 
I can't be of service if I'm only working on, if I'm not at a hundred percent, if I'm at 50% because I'm eating in a way that makes you comfortable with me, <laughs> then I can't be of service to my people. Right. So, right. you know, you need to find what works for you. I found carnivore and carnivore worked for me. My hair grew back. My inflammation went away. I, I've never, ever at the best of my days in my 20s and 30s that I look or feel this good. Mm. You know what? I'm not depressed. I don't have anxiety. I sleep like a baby. So this is what works for me. And because it works so well for me, I can be of service. When I step onto that yoga floor, I have a message to share with my students. I want to lift them up and make them see themselves in a new light. I can't do that if I'm operating down here. Right. So yeah, you know what? <clears throat> Definitely anti- what the norm would be right and i've taken the heat for it and that's okay right you know and i'm not mad at you for eating all the vegetables i'm not mad at you for eating all the fish i'm not right. mad at you for eating all the fruit right you do you right i'm gonna do me <laughs> love it love it love it um have you read that book where is it oh behind you the vegetarian myth um i have not it's a good one is it yeah 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 but right. i have read lies my doctor told me by dr ken barry that's a good one too mm -hmm. that yes. one i was just like Right. <laughs> a doctor telling me why my doctor was lying to me. Right. And truthfully, you know what? They look at you, they give you five, maybe ten minutes if you're lucky. Right. And they're like, Okay, this is your age, this is your weight. Um, I want to put you on hormone Stem. replacement therapy, <laughs> statins. Right. right. Oh, now that I'm a, a carnivore. Right. First thing my doctor said, Your cholesterol's through the roof. And I was like, Yeah, I'm gonna put you on statins. And I said, Why? Right. Well, to get your cholesterol lower. Why? Right. Um, well, because High cholesterol is bad. Why? Right. Right? Like, you got to educate yourself. We right. live in the information age. If you're right. not educating yourself, there's something wrong and with you. And you're a doctor. <laughs> yes. Right? Our brains are made of cholesterol and fat. And right. you want me to cut out cholesterol and fat? Right. And yet we're seeing an increase of dementia? Right? Like, hello? Right. Right. So, yeah. I it's, don't know. It's all about the ratio yes. and what type of cholesterol. Mm. It, it's uh, like... Uh, I had the same experience and some doctor was putting me on, uh, uh, he wanted to put me on a statin and I'm like, why? And, and he, he, same thing. Well, because your cholesterol is high. Okay. Um, well, I've heard that it's not about the number, it's about the ratio. And it's also about the texture of your right, cholesterol. Right. Like, right? aren't you going to test on that? Aren't you going to... No, uh, well, you do what you want. Like he was all miffed that I was gonna not just take his opinion and get on the big pharma's drug supply. Like I was just like, like I was just like, wow. It's like they can't wait to put you on the lamb. Like, like get on the program. Well, when my doctor is eight years younger than me and looks 10 years older than me. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry, you're not someone I want to take advice from. Right. But again, it always comes back to, you know, when people say to me, oh, I would never, I would never, I don't know how you, because I, w and then, you know, they see me doing my thing and getting healthier and stronger and feeling better. And they're like, right, okay, but tell me a little bit about that thing. You know what? If you're going to tell me that you would never, then tell me why you would never. Mm. If you're going to say to me carnivore is not healthy, my, my response is going to be, how long were you carnivore before you decided that? Mm. Don't come at me if you haven't tried something. I tried. I have tried all the things. Mm -hmm. You know, I will, I'll never say the words, I've tried everything. Right. Nobody's yeah. tried everything. No, There's too can't. many things. Right. But I've tried all of the things that I thought, you know, when I was 
first got into weight training, I was eating every two to three hours, right? right? right. High protein, low fat, right. chicken breast, eating oatmeal, <laughs> egg whites without the yolks, without the yolks, yolks right, for life. Right. Like, oh my gosh. It's a perfect protein that God gave to <laughs> it's us. the and best <laughs> food. Yeah, because why? Because I didn't want to hurt my heart. Right. And yet I was doing so much damage. And as I got older, it was apparent that all the things I thought were healthy were killing me. Mm. So I had to wrap my head around something completely opposite of what I had been taught, of what they say is healthy. Right. Who are they? Right. Who are they? Why do they say these things? Right. Right. And why is it that when they say, we should all say, oh, yeah, then it's, it's the thing. Right. I want to question Harvard. Right. You know, right. I, I'm going to question Johns Hopkins. I want to I want to get to the answers and I'm going to do that right. by implementing different things in my life right. and figuring out what makes me feel like an optimal human being. Right. Right. So there's a lot of different levels of the carnivore diet. Um uh I I kind of consider mine as as carnivore adjacent. Um cuz I I've uh found my niche in the carnivore or a, a, a plant, I mean, a, a animal protein-based nutrition plan. So I'm sure everyone that's watching this is dying to know what a day in the life of you is as far as your carnivore diet. Well, like it's, a typical day. it's very much changed um, because when I first started, like I said, I dove in. Right. Um, and I just thought, gosh, this is so awful to say. If it has a face, I can eat it. <laughs> and coming from a vegan world, that just sounds so awful. Mm -hmm. But you know what? For something to live, something must die. Oh God! Right? It's beautiful. It's that's it's beautiful. just a fact of life. So it's it's a circle of life. Yes, yes. <laughs> and I hear as a vegan, I was like, yeah, but animals aren't suffering because I'm killing them. And no, you know what? They're they're tilling the ground, and the bugs are dying, and then there's no bugs for the birds, and then the birds are dying. Things are dying for you to be a vegan, yeah. you know? So in order for something to live, something must die. And if I walk through the jungle, do you think for a second that a lion would say, she's probably got a family. <laughs> she's so cute. I sh she has a soul. I I'm just not going to eat today. No, that lion is going to eat me right. because that is the circle of life. Right. So, you know, I, I from a moral standpoint, it, you have to ask yourself: Am I? Am I? Is this about morality or is this about sentimentality? Right. 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 So, um, so a day in the life for me when I started was that I ate anything that roamed or flew or swam. I covered in butter. I used a lot of salt. Um, I ate a lot of fat, probably too fast because. I was going from a low fat, no fat kind of background. So I suffered. You know, mm. I had leaky gut and just, it was just a disaster. So I, I've come up with ways that are in my program that will help people suffer a heck of a lot less. Mm -hmm. um, but you know what? The whole idea of the carnivore diet for me and for the clients that come to me is I can't say to a woman who's 100 pounds overweight, okay, I'm going to let you eat anything that's animal based and you can have fruit and honey because that's sugar, and they are already struggling with an addiction, right. most likely, right? right? So the, the beauty of the carnivore diet is that it is the ultimate elimination diet. So by removing everything and eating the one thing that our bodies can actually sustain and eliminate, right. um, you find out really quickly as you start to add things back in what agrees with you and what doesn't. Right. So 
um, when I started, I went full bore anything, and then I, I started to taper it down. And then, you know, then I took out some dairy, I took out this, I took out that. And then by my last, by nine, my 90 day of the program, and this is what I do for my clients, we go hardcore, beef, salt, water. That's it. Because by the end of that 30 day period, your system is running so clean that if you say, you know what, I really miss pork, or I really miss spinach, you know what, take that spinach and add it back in for a week. Just this the spinach, though, with what you're already doing, and you'll know immediately because spinach is full of oxalates, mm -hmm. right? Inflammation causing things that we don't know about because right. we think spinach is healthy. Right. And the most core and important point that we need to know is that we are not as healthy as what we eat. We are as healthy as what we absorb. Mm. So when we're eating foods that actually block the mineral absorption of foods, we're not getting healthy. Right. You know, so right. when we take those out and we add them back in, our bodies beautiful machines mm. they'll tell you right away mm -mm, mama that's not for me right you know right so now um and i went through a fasting thing you know i wanted to lose weight so i would i got really heavy into fasting and then i lost the weight i felt great and i realized you know what this fasting is kind of making my my cortisol shoot up it's kind of putting me in fight or flight it started messing with my thyroid i started having problems sleeping so I had to make another adjustment. Mm -hmm. And at that point, I decided to start adding in um, some fruits. Um, summertime, I love watermelon. Mm -hmm. So you know what? That's not something that disagrees with me. Mm -hmm. So I will have my fruits. if After a workout, if I want to have my protein and my fruit, awesome. If I want to have some tea with some honey, that's great. Because, you know, honey comes from a bee, which right. is life. Right. right. Um, but I had to go through really strict adherence to the carnivore diet so that I could slowly start to build on that. Right. 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 Because if you came to me when I was 33 pounds heavier and said, you can have some sweets, you know, it's like, that's why keto drives me crazy. Mm. You go to through the market and people are just throwing things in their cart because right. they say keto and they're like, right. it's healthy. <laughs> right. But you, right. you have to read ingredients. Right. If a food oh can stay God. on the shelf, if something can stay on a shelf and not die for months, right. why would you eat that? <laughs> I want my food to rot. Right. Right? right. If, if I put it out on the countertop and it's not dead in a day or two, it has no business going in my body. Right. So right. anything that has more than one ingredient, I don't eat. Nice. So to your question... My biggest rule is to eat when I'm hungry and eat until I'm full, until I'm comfortably full. Mm -hmm. I, I no longer view food as a reward, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. um, I don't punish myself by taking foods away. I look at food as fuel, right? If I want to be able to get on my mat for an hour and a half, take my dogs for a walk for an hour and a half, lift weights for 45 minutes, that I need to fuel mm -hmm. my body, right? Mm -hmm. And if it's my birthday and I blow out some candles and I want to have some cake, I want to be able to do that too. Yes. Right? Nice. So it's not like I'm saying, people always say, we go out to dinner. Well, Sonia can't have that. Oh, I can. Right. I can have anything I want. <laughs> right. I choose not to. Right. And there's so much power in that knowledge. Yes. That yes. makes you an empowered being. Yes. You know, as a recovering alcoholic and drug addict, I could go out. I could do drugs. I could drink. Right. I can go to the club. Oomch, oomch, oomch. <laughs> I go out there with, with the best of them. I choose not to. Right. Because it's no longer in alignment with who I want to be. Right. So if you are heavy, if you are suffering, if you are in pain, I tell you there's a pathway but you need to choose that pathway. Mm. And you know what? 
when I was uh, in the eighth grade, I got a trophy for softball back in the days when not everybody got a trophy. Right. And they made it up. It was called the 3D Award. And they gave it to little Sonia. <laughs> and it was for dedication, determination, and desire. Wow. And my mom said, you know, that means that you just, you suck, but you've got heart. <laughs> I was like, you know, I can live with that. There's mom again. Yep. Yep. You suck. Because my mom played softball and she would look like a linebacker for Chicago Bears. Right. And she was the best at every sport she ever did. And I was just tiny and right. little. So right. yeah, three Ds, man. Dedication, determination, desire. I give that award to my clients because as soon as you reach out to me, you are showing me that you want to make a difference. And I'm here for that. Nice. Right? I have a pathway. I can offer you suggestions. I can tell you what works and doesn't work for me. Right. And you can implement it into your life. But you need to decide how bad you want it. Right. So, you know, what What a day in, the, in my life looks like, it's not for everyone. It's only for the people who are dedicated, determined, and have a burning desire to change where they're at. Mm. So... You know, if that's you, call me. <laughs> <laughs> that's great. Um, I want to discuss another component of your program that we touched on briefly, but let's go to that last video, Chase. So you're lifting some some weight there. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I am, and I think that that is so vastly important, not just for women, but for everybody. Right. You know what? Right. Um, when I'm done lifting these weights, my body's still gonna be burning. Right. That's the beautiful thing. Right. You know what? And I'm I'm building that bone density. Right. Um, and I, I look fit. I feel fit. I'm right. strong. Right. It helps me mentally. Like there's weight training has it's just such a huge right. impact right. on all of it. Right. Um, and the science is coming through like hard and heavy as far as it's one of the um, major uh, body composition things that uh, uh, says. Uh, longevity like you know so it's the people don't realize how not only aesthetically pleasing it looks for a woman to have muscle and, and lean a lean body but the health benefits 100 percent um uh the it's it's the largest organ in our body the muscles it 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 mod modulates our uh blood levels it's it's there's so many so much stuff that it does for us in longevity and you know a lot of women get in the headspace of like oh i don't want to get bulky or i don't want to look like a man or whatever right. and it's so great to have someone that looks like you lifting like that and doing yoga and doing a carnivore lifestyle it's the the combination is so powerful and you to be the front person of that is like exciting for me because I know especially a group of color mm -hmm. the 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 Latino women and men and the black and people and specifically the women 
if they can find this, it, it will change the game yes. for us. Yes. So um, not only do you have like an endless market of, of young people and um, Caucasian people, but like the, the, the severely unfortunate, you know, black and brown people that are just lost as far as diet and mm -hmm. nutrition, if they can get on this, um, how important that's going to be. Oh my gosh, 100%. Yeah. And, you know, going back to my youth being on food stamps, you know, we bought what we could afford. Mm. And now as a grown adult, I get clients that come to me and they've had to scrimp and save to afford my program. Mm -hmm. You know, I've tried to make it somewhat affordable, but they, they, they're determined. So right. they're going to find the money to come to me for my knowledge, my expertise, my right. leadership. But if I tell them, if all you can afford is hamburger meat right. and hot dogs, <laughs> you are so much better right. than if you're eating the processed food down the center aisles of the grocery store. Mm. Right? Preach. And, you know, we think about uh, salads. That When you think, oh, well, if I want to get healthy, I'm just going to eat a salad. Those groundwater contaminants, you know, the E. coli breakouts and just the defense chemicals in plants. Yeah. You and I have legs. If we're walking through that jungle and that lion comes after us, we're going to run away from it because we have legs. Right. We're, we're going to run away from danger. Right. Plants can't run away. Nope. So all of their defense chemicals are built within them to keep insects and humans from ingesting them, especially in the roots, the seeds, the stems. That's how they reproduce. That's how they stay plants and mm. keep growing. Mm -hmm. They don't want to be eaten. Right. That's why when you eat that salad and you've got enough gas to get to Jersey, <laughs> right? It's a toxin. Yeah. You're filling your body with toxins. Right. So if we just start by simply eliminating the things that are not only filling us with toxins, but also possibly blocking the absorption of vital nutrients. Right. You know, we do something a little hardcore and it's not something that everyone has to say, I'm, oh, I went carnivore now I've got to be carnivore for the rest of my life. Right. No, right. do my, my program 30 days. Maybe you go with me 60, maybe do the full 90. After that, you start to invite foods back in that you just don't want to live without. Right. But now you've, you've worked that muscle, that brain muscle that says food is fuel. Food is not entertainment. Food is not because I'm bored. Food is so that I can operate at the highest level possible. Yeah, and you talked about you only eat when you're hungry. It's like people don't realize how much the protein in your food and your nutrition plan satiates you for so much longer than carbs. It eliminates your cravings. You have a new understanding of what is hunger. Mm -hmm. um, and so not only are you getting the best nutrition from the food, and you're able to utilize it all, you're not experiencing all the triggers that you've been living through all your life. Mm -hmm. So it's 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 like a crazy, crazy, like super tricky thing yes. that's out there that's and, available. And to your point, Gio, not just the protein. Because you know when I was one it's the fat, <laughs> right? It's the fat. People don't want to talk about that. Right. Because we think if I eat fat, I'm gonna get fat <laughs> but when you're eating good healthy fats you're going to lean out yeah you're going to be satiated you're going to reach for garbage less because your body's going to be like i don't want to eat that when i can eat this right. you know what when we go out to dinner we go to t-bones and i order you know 24 ounce bone-in ribeye and my husband will have you know an, an eight ounce filet because he prefers that meat mm -hmm. 
they always try to give me that little filet. <laughs> and I was like, mm -mm. and I want a side of butter and I need a salt shaker. <laughs> I love it. And my doctor was like, "You, this is how you have a heart attack and die. And I'm like, mm -mm. you nope. do you. <laughs> I love it. I love it. So talk to me a little bit more about your program, how do people get in touch with you? Um, and if you have any like special like uh, programs coming up. Awesome. Yes, actually I am running a, a program right now. My website is soulfulsavage.com. Soulful because I'm a yogi, savage because I eat that meat. <laughs> so soulfulsavage.com. Um, and if you use the code uh, shift happens 143, you get a little discount. Okay. So, um, but yeah, you can re find me on Instagram at Soulful Savage Sonia, S O N J A. Um, find me, reach me, ask me questions. Let's nice. connect. Nice. That's so awesome. So, uh, what's next for you other than your program and expanding it? Anything like, I mean, you, like I said, I see a book, I see a podcast, I see a, maybe a clothing line. I mean, you've got <laughs> so much style, you got so much going on here. Are you thinking about anything else? Well, you know, fun fact, I, uh, I used to write the dating and relationship column for the Las Vegas Weekly for almost four years. Okay. It was called Wink. Uh -huh. and, um, and so I, I do love to write and I have been penning out uh, a novel. Oh, wow. But yeah, it was one of those things where was before I got sober. So right. what was, I think it was Hemingway that said, write drunk, edit sober. So <laughs> I was writing, I got the writing drunk part. Now, but when I started editing sober, I'm like, oh my gosh, this makes me want to gnaw my wrists open. So I've got to reevaluate that. But definitely there's a book on my horizon. Um, my biggest stress right now is who's going to play me in the movie. Right, right, <laughs> right, right. Um, but yeah. And J-Lo's too old. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me, J-Lo is my age. No, I mean, you look... So much younger. <laughs> I love it. You're sweet. But yeah, and I, I definitely want to kick off my uh, carnivore yoga retreats around the world. So oh, look for that be to be coming up. That'd be great. That's so awesome. Again, so, so blessed that you came here and spent some time with us today. Um, I really am excited to be your friend and follow you and, and hop on your journey wherever I can. Oh, well, you know what? I see you. I honor you. I am you. I love you. Nice. Thank you for having me. Nice, nice. Well, fitness people, uh, <laughs> you've got to like, share, and get the word out that this woman right here can help you and the people you love. So do it, okay? And until next time, Fit Fam, I'm out. Oh.